This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Dittman Research. Do you know what the most valuable thing in the world is? High-quality information. Because high-quality information informs much better decision-making. Dittman Research has been providing high-quality information to Alaska's leading businesses, organizations, and campaigns for 50 years. Do you really know what Alaskans think about your company or your issue? How about your clients, your shareholders, or your employees? So stop fumbling around in the dark. Hire Dittman Research and find out what's really going on. DittmanResearch.com All right, folks, back here. Very excited to be joined uh, by Liz Snyder. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I got to say, I'm doing good. We're in your backyard because yep. of the coronas, right? The COVID. That's right. We're keeping our distance. And we're lovely backyard. And you have a kind of a plethora of chickens and a duck. One duck. Yes. My husband's not a fan of ducks, so I have one duck. They seem to kind of coexist pretty well. The duck's just... They I tried to I tried to pick up the duck and it was not having it. No, she has very sharp claws and she the chicken, though. I held the chicken. Yes. For, I'm sad people can't see it as part of a podcast because I think you chasing the chicken was better than you holding I the chicken. I felt like Rocky Balboa and you know Rocky <laughs> 1 where Mick, his manager, was like, if you get the chicken, you can get Apollo. I'm kicking myself for not having the soundtrack on in the background. We, we should, missed an opportunity. We, should, we did. Well, that's a, I'll keep that. Maybe you can, that, that can be campaign video for you. Let me think on that. You chasing I the think, chickens. I think there's potential there, yes. I want to talk about your campaign, but I also want to kind of go back and talk about you and your background. But real quick, yeah. I got to say the video you put out was real clever where you were knocking on the door with like a, like a ring camera or something. And yeah, yeah. That was the look we were going for. Yeah, we used one of those fisheye lenses on an iPhone. Nothing fancy. Really? And so, yeah. So basically, you if you haven't seen it, if people listening haven't seen it, you, you walk up to the door and you're, not, you're kind of talking to the camera and right. talking about COVID and, you know... And like, we're trying to do other kind of creative means to talk to folks. Yeah, yeah. Trying to think outside the box as any good leader should be able to do, right, Jeff? Got to think ahead. That's right. A lot of people don't, they think about two years ahead maybe. Right, yeah. Why so, Why the two? Wonder why, why two? is not- that? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, that video was well received. It was um, a creative idea from a friend and it sounded smart and fun and engaging and people seemed to like it. So this is your second time running. And um, I've run before. I'm running now for office, I but I've, I've run in the past. And I, I've learned that um, when you, whenever you do something in a campaign, uh-huh. and usually if you're a good candidate, you have really smart people helping you, you do something like that video or some idea, and then people are like, oh my God, Liz, that was amazing. You're like so brilliant. <laughs> and then I always feel bad because it's like, if I did something clever, it's like, I, not my, maybe it was. But. No, exactly. Yeah. So... Um, I think that's, and you make an important point, Jeff, uh, smart, good leaders surround themselves by other people who know their stuff. I've said forever, right? I, I've always said forever, I've, I've stood by this, the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. is the one who has smarter people around them. Oh, I've never heard it put that way, but I 100% agree with you. Because you can't be an expert on everything, and you, even if you think you are an expert on everything, then you definitely well, we know, are an expert we all know, on everything. We all know people who are... Who, who kind of portray them so they want to be, they're their smartest right. person in the room. Right. We all, yeah. they, there's many of them. So, okay, before we talk about your current race, um, you ran last time. I did. And as mm-hmm. like an unknown, and I had yeah. covered politics, and I kind of saw you, and you had who been- Who is this lady? Who, who is she? Yeah, because every time you see, there's like all these people, you never heard of them. Right. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't really follow much. Uh, we did the election central, mm-hmm. you know, for the primary mm-hmm. and the general. But when the results started coming in, yeah, I said- 
what in the fuck? Who is like, what's going on? Because <laughs> we busted our tails, man. We got out there. We knew. We knew we were at a disadvantage. We knew the incumbent had beat formidable opponents in the past. Because well, you you're running again, Sam, against yeah. Lance Pruitt. Rep, rep, Lance yeah, Pruitt but he was former majority leader, minority. Mm-hmm. So he's not just, he's right. somebody kind of in the you know leadership. And those right. folks usually get a little more, you know, it's, it's a little more of an effort to make sure they don't lose those seats. Right. So, so were you shocked? Because it was a hundred, couple hundred votes, right? No, I was not shocked. I was. Um, I mean, we wanted to win. I wasn't running to lose. I was running to win the race. Well, I ran in twelve, mm-hmm. and first time against Lisa McGuire in the primary, yeah, and I yeah. didn't. You know, I didn't. Um, I worked really hard. Didn't have much money. Yeah. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I felt pretty good about it. And and even though I lost, I got forty five percent, which kind of like your thing. You were closer than yeah. that, but a lot of people go, "What the fuck." How'd that happen? How did that happen? Well, it's you get out there. We knocked on a boatload of doors multiple times. We had a good mail strategy. Um, we built up our social media presence. Um, I mean, that was, I mean, really just getting out and talking to people. Well, that's so unique because, you know, you can... You can go door to door here, um, mm-hmm. with the exception of the, the rule. Obviously, it's much more difficult. They're, they're huge, you know, right. bigger, bigger than most states. But in Anchorage, for example, you know, you can. It's such a small population. You can actually, especially in a primary, mm-hmm. like right now, primary is going on. But even in a general, you can actually go and talk to, yeah, like, almost everybody who's going to vote. Absolutely. And in this district, District Twenty Seven, where I'm running over here in East Anchorage, we're really compact. We're this really tight little yeah, rectangle a of, with a, a tail of, that goes up to lot of these stuck str- again. A lot of these streets kind of just you know boom boom. You can hit like yeah. fifty houses in a, yeah. in a day. Yeah. So um, let's talk about going back further. You, you, I know you're with the university. I am. You're a professor. Yep. You're- I am. Mm-hmm. I'm an associate professor of public health. Uh, been at the university since 2009. In fact, that's the job that brought me up here when we moved up here. My husband and I, and it's the job I'm still at. I love it. Where'd you come from? Um, down south, down in Florida. That's where my family is. There's this weird thing where you meet a lot of people or you see a lot of, it's like you see more cars from Florida than you think you should see up here. I know. Sam, my husband, laughs at me because when I see a, for- a Florida plate, I like to pointed out and he's like there's so many why are you excited my, he's right <laughs> my um cousins and my uncle passed away a few years ago but my aunt and uncle they live in fort lauderdale so oh, okay growing up as a child when i was i don't know 10 or 11 or maybe 12 first time kind of flying by myself right. i went over to florida to see them and i got to the airport and i remember the doors opened and i was like oh my god oh the hot wet blanket that Cause, greets yes. you because i grew up in new mexico where it was hot oh but dry but not humid yeah my and husband's from new mexico Really? Yeah, Where? Yeah. Well, his parents live outside Santa Fe. Oh, so do my parents, like Rio, Rio Rancho. Get out of right here. Right outside Santa Fe. Yeah. They're in Lamy, which oh, is not far. I know where Lamy, yeah. Do you? Oh yeah. Okay, offline, I got to talk to your, was he like from there? Was no, he there? he's originally from Texas. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. From wow. all over. Small world. Ah, we'll have to talk about that. So, okay, so you got the Alaska job, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is like this is '09. Is like Alaska's yeah. doing real good. Alaska was our dream. A lot so of money, a lot of lot of high price we oil. Were, we were doing all right. It was a beautiful summer that we we moved up. Sam and I said we met in school, and we said whoever got the first best job wins. And Alaska was like our ultimate goal. Is he a like, scientist too, or no? He he's not. Um, we are studying different things, but we got up here, and we were here a year, and now we've got two boys. Seven and nine. Can't believe it's gone that fast. Got the whole thing going on here. You got the neighbor when I pulled up here. You got the neighbor with the, the like ridiculously huge garage. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, I when we first moved in, I thought maybe there was a giant boat. It looked there. like yeah, something no. like that. <laughs> so, um, what month did you move here? That was 
10 years ago. We must have gotten in here August? You said, you said summer. See, so I mm-hmm. came, I moved here in 04, summer okay. of August 04 is when I got mm-hmm. here. And I always tell people, maybe, let me see what you think. If you're going to move to Alaska, come in December or January. Uh huh. Because then you kind of say, oh man, this is bad. This is. Because when you come in August, it's like this right now. <laughs> it's sunny, it's beautiful, and then it's, it it's light. And then three right. months later, two months later, it's like there's snow everywhere and it's cold for a long time. Yeah. And dark. Yeah. Um, we figured it out. You figure out how to get outside and wear a jacket, right? And go have fun and stay warm. So the kids are both born here, right? They are. Yeah. Oh, they're my, a good couple of Alaskans. They are my Alaska kids. So you're teaching university and uh, what? Why did were you always invo- like involved or wanted to be involved in? Like politics? how did I? Yeah. How oh. did you decide to run? Oh yeah. Um, it's not a super exciting story. I think we were sitting around the table having breakfast and doing our our lament about the budget and the state of education and crime and um, then it moved on to well could could I run because I'm not really I don't I'm not a big fan of armchair quarterbacks mm-hmm. right? in that the phrase and if you see something fixed then you should just go fix it <laughs> or try to yeah uh, and really I mean I, that's really it politics was never never on my radar so at that point were you like Plugged in at all with like party stuff or community council? No, or? no. I the learning curve was very steep, but that's what I do in my day job. We're all about continual lifelong learning and mm-hmm. education, so that part is enjoyable to me. I have um, until very recently, I was on the board and then co-chaired for a few years the Alaska Food Policy Council. It's a statewide policy and advocacy yeah, I've, I've heard of, organization. I've, I've heard of them. Focused on food, everything from food business to food safety. Sounds like my kind of group. Yeah. You should come. We serve great food at the well, annual conference. Well, it's not in person this I'm, time, I'm a big but. fan of, I wouldn't say I'm a foodie, mm-hmm. but I enjoy, I think foodie means you're kind of a very specific yeah, kind of sore of food. you don't Is need that... the foodie word. You like food. You like to eat. My sister's a. She's definitely a vegan foodie. Oh, hardcore. Bold. The whole deal. Yeah, Ooh. no. Almost to the point where it's like, why are you eating chicken? Why would you do that? Like, ugh. I mean, obviously that's not a. <laughs> she just pointed at the chickens. So that one, that one chicken's actually on like the fence. He's yeah, very balanced. She's figuring out how to get back in. How did she even get up there? It's a mystery. We marvel at that all the time. I've actually never seen her get up. It's wild. She's like a, it's like a gymnast balance like beam. A, I was a gymnast. Did you know that? Really? I was were in you, college. Did you do the, uh, what's the deal? Were you run really fast? The spring spring up? And, the vault? Yes. I did do the vault. I just watched uh, Athlete A. I have not heard of this. I think it's it was on Netflix. It's about the whole um, abuse scandal. Oh, gross. And that Dr. Na- yeah, whatever, Larry Nassar. The whole, so it was basically, it all started I with I didn't this, realize that was the title of the movie. Yeah, so it all, the reason they say Athlete A is because it was uh, this woman- the first one to kind of come forward and with her parents, she was like supposed to be on the team. And there's mm-hmm. it's a long story with these, Bicol- uh, Coley, Bella, the Coley. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, she was just identified for a long time in the documents as athlete. A. Oh, gotcha. But then after it kind of spilled out, it's a fast, you should watch it. It's Netflix. I'll watch it. It's just, I'll watch it. It's just fucking incredible how that thing was able to how go it for, all just unraveled. for so long. I know it's a shame that it went so long. I had a great experience. I'm happy to say. So you did the whole mm-hmm. thing where you ran down the thing and you, and you, Vaulted up and did this. Yeah, spins but the uneven bars were my specialty. Une- so those are the okay. Those are the two higher lower thing. Correct. Yeah. I just watched uh, on that thing they showed the uh, what's the Romanian? 
Oh, uh, gosh. Famous Romanian. I've been out of it for so long. I don't know my gymnastics but they, anymore. When, when you go back to the 70s, like they did, they it looked way different how they did these. Oh, yeah. The those, bars were uh, way closer and, and you they, did a lot of things where you like banged your belly against the bar. And like, they hit them hard. Around. Oh, yeah. And then they, what are the other ones? The ring. That's the, the rings. Those are for boys, for those, men. Those are. Those are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably. Those are impressive. I probably wouldn't be very good on the rings. Right. <laughs> They're hard. I've tried. It's so you challenge. did this in college, or just? I like- did. I just did it for one year in college. It was my goal ever since I was four years old to do gymnastics in college, and I got there. I did a year, but I was on an academic scholarship, not a sports scholarship. It was so a walk on. Like a walk on. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I competed every meet. Nice. And uh, I did one year, and I was like, oh, I checked my box. And what else can I do? Life is short. I want to try something else. My uh, neighbor's kid, she's a she's a teenager now, and I think she just turned 13 or 14. She does gymnastics. He posts these videos that we're doing, like, crazy yeah. shit. I'm like, uh, bro, you better watch that leg or knee. <laughs> it's impressive. It's really impressive what they can do. So when you're running this time, mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk a little bit about kind of why you're running um, again, but it must seem a lot easier I've run, haven't run before. Now you kind of know people. You know kind of yeah. structure. Okay, website. Okay, grad yes. card. Okay, kind of all these things. Yeah, you kind of you've you know you've got um, what took so long to create this to do list essentially, right? For lack of a better word, mm-hmm. of things you have to do to run a successful campaign. You've learned that part. So then now you get to spend the time tweaking it and and making it better. And then people people you met already. A lot of people you've met already. So then you're able to you're not having to create as many new mm-hmm. relationships which is helpful so your first report your your start report came out in february and i was looking mm-hmm. through them and mm-hmm. you kind of like came out of nowhere you had 80 almost ninety thousand dollars raised which was more than even all the big time incumbent so yeah you, you i mean i think when folks saw that they said wow this this, this is real serious we're so, not joking around and none of that is my money i like to highlight i'm not funding my own campaign some of those folks put uh one one guy in the valley there that sumner guy sixty thousand or something oh man I wish I had that kind of money lying I mean, you, around. It you, blows you, my mind. You won't even make it back the first year because <laughs> the salary is 50. Oh, my gosh. Right? No. I don't have that kind of money lying around. I got kids. I got student debt. So you, you came back. You've, you obviously raised a ton of money. So a lot mm-hmm. of folks are watching this race. Um, you know, how do you feel about this one and, and what's mm-hmm. different than, you know, other than kind of yeah. knowing what to do and having some, like a, some practice? Well, I... I think that's a big thing, um, knowing, feeling like you're more comfortable and what the process looks like and, and what what bars you need to, to be ready to hurdle over. Um, I think... you got to work on a gymnastics reference. <laughs> Sorry. It's more track and field, right? Um, no, I, I really think that's part of it. And we knew how much hard work is required, right, to do the fundraising, to make sure you're communicating with your potential constituents, with the voters. Um, and so coming in, you know you know how much work you need to put towards it. So it's not a surprise, and you find that groove. So I imagine you're watching what's happening in legislature the last couple of years. Mm. Um, you know, there's this House coalition. Yeah. A lot of races that are, you know, primaries coming up. But, um, you Things know. To get shook up. It, uh, yeah. I think most people would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think... Uh, I mean, there's just, I've been down there the last couple of years, so I kind of firsthand observed the, the stuff. And, you know, there's this, I guess, I'm asking about the dividend. Yeah. That's this thing that they haven't fixed, this formula fight. So every year. I know. But it's, you know, you moved here in 09, and I was saying earlier, that was like $150 oil for a minute. Yeah. And then there was money was pouring in, big capital budgets, huge. It was like a party. And now it's like, how do we pay for all this? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
It's not an easy question. And we've already cut hundreds of millions of dollars from the budget. Like, can we still find some efficiencies, pockets of efficiencies, or eliminate some redundancies? Yes. Well, the capital budget's been cut to, yeah. from $2 billion yeah. to like nothing. Like hun- right. Hundred, hundred and some million. Right. And then the operating budget's also been, over the last eight years, has been, I tell people that, you know, it's, right. it's not like... It's not like we haven't been cutting and cutting and cutting. And it's not like it was just this past year, right? It's been a handful of years that we've been cutting. Mm -hmm. We fell to the university, for example. Um, And if you look at what remains, uh, I mean, we have a lot of our funding going towards things that impact human health and public health. We have education. So when people want to keep talking about cutting, um, I want to listen but I also want to hear exactly what you want to cut. Because well, then we have to see if our values align on, on what we think is smart to cut. Well, and, you know, I, I tell folks, too, I said, you know, something like 70% of the operating budget is health and education. Right. So it's not a matter of cutting. It's, it's really a matter of fundamentally kind of looking at how, what are we doing, what are the results we're getting. Right. Um, but it's, I think a lot of it's an easy to it's easy to say, well, just cut it. And give, give out the big dividends and right. no taxes. Right. That's a great yeah. bumper sticker. It, well, it's easy to say, but you it's you can't do it. And I and I think to your point earlier, that's what a lot of people bank on in in politics that you say what you got to say until the next election. And in this case with the house, it's every 2 years. Well, I think, you know, going back and I, I ran in 12 for the first time, but before that I was kind of paying attention to what was happening and kind of like you, I I was very concerned about the budget back then. I said, mm-hmm. this is crazy, you know, we're spending our budget's based on $100 oil. What if it goes down to, to you know, 80 or 50? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that didn't happen for a couple of years, but during the whole period of time, 12, 13, 14, you know, they were spending big, de- they were, they were right. deficit we're spending. draining our, our uh, CBR. And that's pretty much gone. There was yeah. 16 billion yeah. um, eight years ago, and now there's less than a billion. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess what I was going to say, you, you know, you know all these things that are happening, and I'm sure you know a lot of the folks that are, you know, legislators and mm-hmm. are involved, um, are you are you uh, kind of worried or concerned about how hard it's because it is hard. Down it there is going to be hard. It's not every. So many people ask me, "Are you sure you want this job?" It's going to be, and I could ask the same thing of you, right? Are you mm-hmm. sure you want this job? Um, Sometimes I'm not. <laughs> well, I think you have to be be honest. I wish I didn't need to be running for this position for this seat. I, I wish we had the leadership that we, we needed down there to get us out of this mess. And so it's not that I'm gunning to be a politician. I'm gunning to help make things better for Alaska. I, I think it was I don't know, it was a couple of years ago I was watching Trevor Noah and he was going off, you know, Trump and he was really but he made a really funny point. He goes I think it was I'm pretty sure it was Trevor Noah. He was saying, um it might have been John Oliver, but I think it was Trevor Noah. But he said, um, you know you know why I know something's wrong? Because I know everyone's fucking name. I know all these commissioners and these secretaries. <laughs> exactly. and these, I know everyone. Why do I have to pay attention to this? I don't want to know who this. anybody is. I just want things to right. work good. Right. I don't want to have to like know all these names of right. all these people who, you know, like in the past when like things are functioning rather normally, right. people just don't really no. pay attention. No. And peop- I think people are paying attention. Which also attention, is a problem. Which is great. On the flip side, I think it's great that people are paying closer attention they should be paying closer attention maybe we wouldn't be in the situation that we are in now and then now with with covid happening um that throws a whole nother wrench in things and some people certainly not everybody have even more time to pay attention Mm -hmm. um and 
that's certainly something that's going to be in the mix uh, in Juno. I think it's so, um, you know, when I talk to folks, uh, especially parents, they're just like, you know, what are we mm-hmm. going to do? How, you know, if we have to work? Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I mean, I'm the belief, you know, this, this is absolutely what we have to take seriously. But it's it's also frustrating when, you know, the restaurant sector, the bar sector gets shut down or certain sectors. And then these big, big corporations always get taken care of. Right. But these small, yeah. and you we've know, got, whether you're a bank or an insurance company or an auto company, you know, they always get bailed out. Like our, and our small businesses. So what? We got a $1.5 billion in AK Cares money, Yeah, right? and that's another problem. And There's all that money we're that- we're sitting on it. It's not getting out, yeah. Because of these administrative hurdles and not putting the manpower or woman power- towards getting that money out it's it's shameful honestly and as we're seeing things uh, about to time out on the federal level things can get bad really quickly and we still don't seem to be in a position to get that money out the door it seems to me you know people need to be i mean the, the biggest i think thing we can do as a society or as a country is be responsible right don't you know don't don't do you know avoid groups of people for now, I mean, right. we don't know how long this is going to last right. for, but um, right. I think there's a f- segment of folks who don't want to. The segment of people who just, you know, fuck it, shut everything down, just go to the extreme, and there's another segment who are like, this is not real, this is, right. you know, and fake the thing news. is, we only need the me- the middle ground to be successful against the virus. We we can do things that can keep things chugging along at least a pace where things aren't falling apart while also keeping our distance, wearing Mm -hmm. our masks, doing what we can to support the local economy without hanging out together in enclosed spaces for prolonged periods of time. Because the longer we do that, the longer the virus is here. We did really well a few months ago and we got it pretty darn close to under control and then we went Remember when it was like seven, eight cases a day, nine cases a day and it was pretty much like whatever. Right. And now it's actually down now. It's, I think, 60 today or it something. It was down. It was like, um, 59 yeah, we maybe. had almost 40 in Anchorage. But I paid was, close attention to the Anchorage There was those numbers. 200 days and it was... Right. Though they have changed the way, um, and you can see it in Dr. Zink's um, Twitter feed. She's providing good updates. They're she changing. Has good tw- she has good tweets. She does a really good job keeping people informed. Actually, but they're, right they're changing top. how they report things a little bit. So there's going to be a lag in numbers. So we might... My, my top podcast ever. I've done a, many, a couple hundred of them. And uh-huh. Dr. Ann Zink, because Nat Hurst did an article on her and yeah. kind of talked about her, you know her profile, and he included my podcast. Oh, I've done two right with on. her. She's amazing. It was my first one. Everybody, I mean, it just bumped up like crazy. A lot, a lot of downloads. So yeah, shout out to Nat Hurst at Alaska Public Media. She's fantastic. Obviously, as a public health professional, I'm a big fan. Yeah, she's got a got a big name for herself now. I think everybody she's knows. Done a, she's earned it. For a while there was the five o'clock like turn on doctors. Remember the briefings? Yeah, in yeah. We March, got the April. we got the PowerPoint presentation and the update and So so as somebody who works in public health, I mean how how much I mean in my view, I almost feel like, you know, we we need to either have a way to compensate people or businesses who are mm-hmm. who are being shut down by the mm-hmm. government. Yeah. Or Maybe there's a hybrid here, kind of the middle ground, or we need to let people kind of do what they're going to do, but just be make sure people be safe and be responsible. I mean, right. I, I guess some people you're not going to convince no matter what. No, but. and that's where the whole contact tracing thing comes in because if you do a good job identifying where the cases are and you do a good job communicating with them, hey, can you chill out for 14 days and let's make sure we're not further spreading this. Mm -hmm. That's when you get things really under control. But it's my understanding um, 
that we're not where we need to be yet with our workforce with contact tracing. Well, I think they've, um, what they've said is they've, they've kind of maxed out their ability to do the, and you know, you look at, we need more people doing if it. It's, if it's a mm-hmm. restaurant or a bar or a, I mean, I went to a meeting today and I had to sign in um, yeah. just to get to pick something yeah, yeah. up. And, but I mean, you, you have all these people and you have to, you know, get the paperwork, turn it in. Right. Tra- tra- I mean, what's the handwriting? Can you even read the number, the email? You know, it's so. super time intensive. So, and with the contact tracing, that is, these are people who are trained. It's um, over a dozen hours of training to be able to be a contact tracer. So you're treating the information with respect and it's confidential and you know the process and you're See, doing just, it right. I'm just thinking right now, I mean, the best contract tracers would probably be like a stalker. <laughs> Don't like, say that, Jeff. You're going to freak people I'm out. Just making a joke, you know? <laughs> but I mean, if you're a good stalker, you know, you'd probably be a good contact tracer. Oh, maybe, maybe like, you no, know, you, you would be the worst contact tracer because you, 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 know you can't like, be trusted. You know how like the, the locksmiths or, or these like lock companies will hire ex-thieves who are like, you know, get religion and mm, get normal. So yes. like, they hire them because they, they're like, know how to do it. Sim- right. Similar. I see your analogy. I can't. I can't get on board, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stalker, we have our Alaska. You, you've been a favorite of the Alaska stalker column. Am I a favorite? You've, been, you've been in there. I mean, you've, you've, I pro- have you've, made appearances. You provide. Yes. You provide good content. I'm doing my best. She's having uh, another baby soon, so she's I kind saw. of taking a That's awesome. break. But yeah, good for definitely her. you have the. There's some people who provide the best content, good content. Right. Um, Dave Steeren's another big content provider oh. for stalker. But then there's some people who just. They're like, why, you know, why, why don't you ever put me in there? And I'm like, eh. well, first of all, it's not mine. But second of all, you got to provide some content. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to step up your, your gotta, game, I gotta, guess. Got to do a video where you're going to a door and talking to folks. There you go. So now it's August, what, 4th today? 5th, I think? I think it's the 5th. Let me check my little, so get this up in right, a Right, with days. us all working August at home 5th, with so, kids. What so, day is it? So you don't have the primary. No. Mm-mm. So you're kind of going to not worry about that. You're a general race, and it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, a presidential year again. Like, right. so, so you were in 18, it wasn't. Correct. So it's going to be a popping, kind of popping year, more, more so yeah. than a non-presidential. Yeah. Are you uh, kind of, how do you view it? Like, marathon till, you know, uh, end of October, and then it's kind of the sprint? We are, we're not a marathon, we're an ultra. You know, ultras are longer than marathons. That's like Hawaii, it's like the Hawaii 100-mile <laughs> thing. Yeah. Well, that's like the Ironman. Yeah, we're doing the Ironman. Um because we do, started do, back like in March 2019. We've, do you run or you look pretty fit? Do, do I run? Like um, iron, not as much as I should. Um, these are my, my holdovers from my gymnastics days, I guess. You got you got the got the muscles. I got the guns, right? You're wearing a sleeveless. Mm-hmm. I'm not just because you're wearing a sleeveless. <laughs> it's sunny. And it's sunny. The hit, right. sun's hitting the muscles. And I got two boys. I have to lift them all the time. That's my weight training. Probably very effective. It is very I'm effective. no kid, so. Yeah. Um, not yet. No, we're excited. Yeah, it's definitely been like a we've put our head down. We know what we have to do. We know how long it is until November. And we pace ourselves and we set metrics for ourselves. Like, this is what we have to achieve this week. This is how we're going to get there. Check that box. And you have a team, too. You have I do. Amberly, Amberly's. I have a wonderful team. Amberly's yeah. great. Amberly is fantastic. I got to get her on the podcast. I told her I got to get her on the podcast. She's good stuff. She knows her stuff. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, we have. A wonderful field coordinator. Her name's Emily. And we have a fantastic gal with budget and APOC type stuff. We've got Kinsey working with us. And it is a a force of women doing good work so the good, on the campaign. The, the good thing about um, now is obviously, well, you're not really, I guess, are you not doing door-to-door much? or cause So we're doing lit drop door-to-door. And that um, very often more 
often than I feel like happened last time does still result in people talking. So people are outside or yeah, yeah, like I they'll be outside and I'll ask if they want to talk and um or if I lit drop and they hear, you know, the rubber band on the doorknob, they they come and see yeah, what's going on. And <laughs> I think for folks that run for office, you door to door is a weird. Just generally, just knocking on thousands yeah. of doors is a weird thing. Nobody yeah. really does that. But um, there's always these weird things. That I got many stories. But have you ever have you ever been not you knock right mm-hmm. and then nobody answers and then so you have a a door door knocker door hanger and you. I carry rubber bands with me, and then I, I put it yeah. put it on there, and then I hang it on the door. Totally. So have you ever done it where you're doing it, and somebody opens the door as you're doing it? Yes. And like they think you're yes. trying to get in or something? You're what trying the fuck? to get in, or you just stuck it in the door, and then it falls, and they open, and then yes, you're bending yes. down to pick it up. Or when you're walking away, when you hit, right. and you're like, oh, hi, I'm... Right. Which is what happens now. So I feel like um, people are home more, and so they're, they're hearing you drop that literature on the door. Yeah. And we've chosen not to door knock. Um yet we've set some metrics for us on when we would go back to door knocking and but people hear that and they come out i've had a lot of conversations lately more than i thought the other thing that is just so so much more so the last time i ran was 16 is so much more prevalent is i mean so many houses have these ring cams yeah so you kind of feel like you're you know you know you're on like getting film so you just want to like you ring you're you're sitting there and i've done i've kind of like done that but Mm -hmm. this one time this is last week somebody said uh like what do you want because yeah, you can talk through it. Yeah. And yeah. I said, oh, I'm Jeff Lanford. I'm, you know, running for the Senate. And, um, okay, well, just, just leave it there. Okay, thank you. And I said, oh, no problem. And But another time, I said the same kind of deal. And this, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my gosh. Just wait one, wait one second. I'll be right down. Or or you have the conversation over the ring entirely, which I've I have d- also I've, done. I've done one of those, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, these are like, yeah. it's amazing how many people have those things. Yeah, they're very prevalent, which is why we did the the ring themed video because people know what it looks like very clever (laughs) so i imagine you're going to be watching the primaries because that's going to impact you know some of these races are going to impact the how and you know representative cannot passing away very tragically um you know that's going to result in a different person so um there will be a lot of you know some turnover in the primary and that'll kind of set the stage for you know the general right and the and the you know the coalition's pretty kind of 23 i think 22 i don't know where it is it kind of changes sometimes but i guess you're uh do you worry do you think about that much or do you just think about your own race and then it's kind of i'll worry about that later it's probably more of the latter i know i know it's going to take up a lot of um time and energy and thought when i get to to juno but right now we're i'm laser Mm -hmm. focused on the on the campaign and talking with voters did you watch the you know obviously last time they didn't organize for yeah, it was a, a month, long month time. The, it was a long time. It was uh, being down. I was down there. It was. It was. Um, yeah. What was that like down there watching just, it? You know, I was. It was my first session in Juno, so it was kind of weird. Like actually, like many legislators who were there was eleven or twelve, eleven or twelve new House reps. So mm-hmm. it was kind of weird because for me and for, I followed politics. So I, I mean, I knew it was abnormal. Mm-hmm. It was totally abnormal. But being there, that was my first actual like time being in Juno. So you know, I've kind of said. For those people, that probably is the, their normal, the new folks that were elected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very, you know, at first it was kind of whatever. It was tense because this went back a few months since the election. They had the, the quote-unquote majority that fell apart. Right, right. Um, but it got, it, you know, towards a couple weeks in, it got very, um, you could just feel it. Yeah. Because, like, the House side, there was nobody in charge, and Representative Foster was kind of the inter- pro tem, and it was, um, there was a whole Sharon Jackson kind of swearing her in, and then... Going across the street, some of them went to swear in at the courthouse, and it was just kind of chaotic. It was very chaotic. I forgot chaotic. about that part. So, 
you know, eventually. And then Representative Canopy, had, everybody thought he was going to go for Tallarico, and then he didn't. And right. it was like there was a collective gasp in the room, and it was high drama. I mean, if we were filming like a TV show, we would have probably, man, that would have been just <laughs> well, great. get ready. I imagine it'll be exciting so, this someone, time around. Someone told me, a friend of mine, he wanted to do a, a Juno reality show for her docuseries for like years and years. Is that a butterfly? I got a butterfly. Oh, bu- folks, a butterfly just landed on Liz Snyder on your lap and then it went over to the rail and now you're petting it. <laughs> well, you're kind of, it's on your hand. This is the, the magic of the Snyder That's backyard. like the Bernie. Remember when the, when the bird came on the stage? Oh, no. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Same thing. Look at that. It is. Look, it's checking me out. Look, likes you. It's a beautiful butterfly. Um, but he, he said... For years, he wanted to do like the Juno-based kind of reality docus, and he's, he said, uh, you know, you just every year you think, no way, no way, it can get crazier than this. Like, no fucking way, it's gonna oh, get. Oh, but it always and does. He goes, it always it does. Always every does. time, going back 10, 20 years, it's always something different or weird or strange happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you you prepared? Obviously, you're prepared. If you if you win, you have to go to Juno for three or four or five, six months, and you got Better the kids. Better not be that the, long. Are you gonna bring the husband down, or? You know, we. We have hypothetical conversations, and I think we're going to make a game time decision. Uh, some people, some people try to do both, like yeah. Senator Olson, Donnie Olson. He, yeah, his family comes down, and other people kind of go back and forth. And Our boys are old enough, so I think I said they're seven and nine, yeah. and they're old enough to weigh in. And I think also school, right? And I mean, and it colors the conversation a little differently if school is still not in person. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it will be in person by then. Um, but that would certainly change the calculus a little bit. Well, this has been a great discussion. I mean, we've covered so many. To- I got to say, the, the weather here. The, the it sun. was beautiful. We were prepared for wind and rain, weren't we? And, and we and, didn't get it. And when we sat down, it got cloudy for a minute. But now it's just right. totally 100% sunny. So it's hot. You got those nice glasses. Sunglasses. So um, I guess, where was I going to go with that? So I guess going forward, you're just you're just full camp i mean you've raised so much money are you still raising money or is we that are of, still raising money we have a very ambitious um goal and but i do like to highlight yes we've raised a lot of money um but like i said we've been doing it since march 2019 so that money's had to last a long time and go a long way and it's come from a lot of individual donors i it's of course changing mm-hmm. all the time Whoop. no i saw the I was going through it, and, and I was mm-hmm. kind of like, who are these people? I don't know who these people yeah. are. <laughs> we have over, last time I checked, over 800 individual donations from over 600 individual people. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of that. I feel like that um, is a signal that we've we've got broad support. We're not relying on big money, you know? Um, so do you feel like, um, what I was going to ask you, last time you were kind of a... Uh, under the radar, yeah, kind of un, you know, like fly under the radar, dark horse person. Mm-hmm. But now you're like very well known. Everybody's watching the. This is kind of the, one of the races everybody's gonna be watching in the general. That's what they tell me. Do you, do you, uh, you, you know, you know. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm told. Everybody's that's what watching I'm told. it. Yeah. So do you feel like is, is an advantage? Is it advantages, disadvantages? Because <sighs> I think Repru, yeah. it's gonna, you know, he, he knows. You're, yeah. you're not some like yeah. person We're gonna who give might, him a run for his money for might, sure. Might, we did might, last time. Because he knows what happened two years ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, we have no illusions that it's it's not going to be a cakewalk. And I'm sure there's going to be some interesting things that come out of the woodwork as we get closer to November. Um, but we're ready. What's a, 
Mud, mudslinging, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. It happened last time on a smaller scale. I was the recipient of uh, what, what the guy at AT Publishing called the worst tack mailer in 30 years. In 16, it was Craig Johnson sent out a mailer. One of my signs said Juno's worst nightmare. Uh-huh. It was one of a joke kind of. And so he sent out a mailer. This is Alaska's worst nightmare. And it was me, some of my Speedo picks. Oh. And he had put a censored over, even though I was wearing a Speedo, like in the picture, he put a censored over it, like the the, the, the graphic oh, artist did. Oh, so you lost the Speedo So it appeared, it appeared like I was like naked with these oh. women in Vegas. Mm. But it, it was like... It was it was described as the hardest hit he'd seen in thirty years. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Oh, it was funny. It was funny. I mean, it was. I got a lot of calls and texts. I bet and you did. Like, bro, did you see this? I bet you did. It's like interesting. You get in politics and you just never. I always tell people who are new to like po- politics or kind of pub, like being involved in public service or yeah. Um, even if they know th- something is going to happen or something might s- say something about, you just cannot prepare for it. Because no. you, you can't control it. You know, when something no. comes out, a, a, a mailer type or an article or whatever it is, yeah. you can't control it. No. And you've, you've dealt with that with uh, over there with uh, Suzanne lady. Yeah. And you've, I think that's just an indicator of that we're running a good campaign. And we've got some people on the other side nervous. And um, yeah, I, I only see it as really a, as a positive sign. And it's hard, though. It's human nature, though, right? Because you can have you could have an evening of walking the doors and you have five or six fantastic conversations and you have, you hand out a couple yard signs and you're feeling good. But the only thing that sticks in your head is one negative comment that was made Mm -hmm. in the middle of 60 doors. And you just, you have to remind yourself of why you're doing it and remind yourself of the, of the good things that have happened (laughs) and not dwell on that part. It just comes with the territory. Well, it's just like in, you know, you remember the, ne- you know, unfortunately you remember the negative. Like, it's like yeah. in, in um, they, they tell you, you know, in sales, um, always make sure to make, make, you know, take care of the customer because a happy customer tells, oh, okay, if you, if they're really happy, they'll tell some right. people, but if they're really mad, right. it's the classic tell, Yelp tell, review. Tell everybody. <laughs> the one star. You know, right. oh my God, the Yelp. I've seen some of those. I feel bad for some of those restaurants. They get attacked oh, by some for something happened, and then they just get bombarded with the Google or the Yelp. It's not fair. So did you guys have a debate? Because la- they stopped doing the running debates. They used to do those. Did you guys debate last time? Or? No, we did not debate last time. I'd be up for it. Because they used to do, and I guess budget, I guess, but they used to have called running. Have you heard of that? Remember that? No. It was these running debates, and they did them mm-hmm. for forever. The uh, the um, public public news or public TV. Can we do it while we're actually running? You, they, I mean, I don't know if they would. They might go for it. You'd have to ask them. But it was called running. You know that, and you can go back and look on YouTube or Google. I'll have but to look it up. They would do every race, and you'd have an actual. Why don't we do deb- that anymore? It feels like we should. They stopped doing it. I think it was budget. Their budget cuts. Mm-hmm. And I think the last time, did we do a running debate in sixteen? Yeah, I think we did. We had a running mm-hmm. debate in 16. So mm-hmm. 18, I don't, they stopped doing it. And um, they, they were doing a thing where they kind of interview the candidate and do right. like a, a video of them or something. But it was like legit in studio. There was a moderator. Mm-hmm. That was the whole, you know, and it was like, I don't know how many that people viewed them. I'm sure some did. Yeah. But it was a good, you know, chance to say, hey, here's what I believe in. Here's what do you, here's, right. ask questions. You, and, you can ask questions of your opponent. And keep people honest too, because I mean, we have a lot of folks in leadership positions who will have very nice conversations at the doors and and then their votes don't reflect well, the public, what they've said. The public deserves to hear, I believe, yeah. very strongly, but deserves to hear from the their elected, you know, people running to, to be the representatives right. or senators. And, um, you know, unfortunately the media is so dwindled down here, it's small that there's not, 
nearly enough reporters or, or news people to look at it because there's hundreds of people running. Yeah. Statewide. Yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, that was one thing that that uh, was an eye opener getting into politics. How many people and all across the state are doing working so hard? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't get to hear all of those stories. So I don't, I don't know if they're doing the running debate. I mean, I haven't heard about it. So, but you can go. go you should, there's some really good ones in there. I mean, there's some funny. You know, there's Dustin Darden doing whatever uh, he does on some of them. But you know, but there's just all kinds of. There's once in a while it gets pretty intense. I'll look it up. People that are, you know, hardcore opponents right. they have to go in the room, and you're like, they put you kind of in. You show up, and you it's for APU their studio there. Oh yeah. And they put yeah. you in, and you kind of just you're like there with them, and you're like. Hi. Who moderated? Who was the? Um, I had when I did it once. It was Zach, um, Zach Hughes. Oh, okay. And then before that, in twelve, it was the, um, spacing his name, older guy, white hair. Oh my gosh! I'm oh, Steve, Steve Heimel. Uh, hi, right? No, no, no. It wasn't Steve Heimel. It was, uh, public media, public media guy. I forget I his name, know. but but yeah, it was it was like googling watches. Oh. People fall politics. It was like always like oh the running debates on you know they'd say, they'd say what yeah. district they were going to do each night or. Because you, you 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 record it not right. live. Was the UAA debate team involved in any way? We have a world class debate team. No, it was always a public public media people, hmm. and uh, it was good. I mean, there was good questions, but it was like you know you, it wasn't live, but it, it basically was because you're recording it mm-hmm. to show later. So there's right. no like there's the right. camera and you know stop and you know there's like going to a break or whatever it is. Gotcha. So I I I think there should be debates for all these races. I agree with you. I agree with you. No, you know, some people have, they have forums. A forum's mm-hmm. not a debate. A forum's no. you answering questions, right. and sometimes they have the paddles. You know, the paddles. Have you seen those? So they're telling groups, you how much time you have. Like left? yes or no, and it's mm. like oh, complex. Oh. Like, are, like, do you believe that workers should be able to, you know, to like not join a? There like, some of them are loaded questions. Oh, like, I don't like that. So you have these people that are kind of like. Sometimes they they hold the paddle. They're looking paddle, at it, like, and they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes used as like. Male hits, you know, like this person believes right. in this or That's not okay. doesn't believe in this. Because no good answer is, you have to have, a yes or a no answer is usually not all it takes when you're yeah, talking I mean, about complex issues. Ex- exactly. It's not just, yeah. you know, it's yeah. red or green. Yeah. Well, it's been a great, great podcast. It's been great meeting. It's the first time you we've too. actually met. I know. I know. Face to face. I feel like uh, I sent you a friend request. I'm a little, I know. Did you... Have you I accept? accepted I you know, yet? Well, I, I have a policy, Jeff. Because I went back and checked recently, and I have it was not, still pending. No, I haven't, because I hadn't like met you in person. I have a hard and fast rule, Jeff. I See. have to meet you in person before we're friends on Facebook. I have the exact opposite policy. I mean, I get, <laughs> I'm, I don't know, it's been for a long time, I've been kind of Facebook posting, and you know, people get interested, so I get about 10 a day. You I know, bet you do. I have to actually go through them and... If, as long as we have like 80, 90, 100 mutual friends, it's fine. But right. when it's like nine mutual friends, yeah, I have to kind of do, dicey. is this person real or mm-hmm. do I know this person? Yeah. So I have all these people on there. People always like mess with me. Do you, how do you know this person? And I go, I have no idea who that person well, is. Well, now I've vetted you in person. I'm so vetted. I feel comfortable now. I will hit the accept. So I checked it because I wanted to get a hold of you. Right. And I, I got a little, um, I'll be honest, I got a little frustrated because I went to, <laughs> I don't have her number. So I'm going to go to APOC. I'm going to go to her candidate filing. I'm going to look up her number. Hey, wait. My number is on every piece of campaign mail and it's I all over I'm my not website. Your disc- oh, I did not uh, check. The, I did not check the sleuthing. website. Yeah. Normally I'm pretty good at that. But I went to the, <laughs> so I saw Amber Lee on there and I said, where's Lynn? Like, why aren't, because she's your chair. So right. then I contacted her. But then I'm, I was going to message you and I was like, oh, she did not re- accept my friend request yet. And I'm pretty sure I sent that like two years ago. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm serious. I've been waiting. Well, 
we finally we did what had to be done. Yeah, you have, you have to accept it now that we've met in person. I will. So First I'll, thing I do. Do you have a lot of Facebook friends? Probably not a ton if you have to meet them in person. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember how many I have. I think I just had like four thousand. No, I don't have that they many. They stop you. They stop you. At Probably five. over my entire life, I don't have that many friends. They stop you at five, I think. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's uh-huh. a cap. Yes. Seems unfair. So, like one time, Bob, when I first years ago met Bob Lester, I saw him and I said, "Hey, can, we we're out." I said, "Hey, I want to add you on Facebook. You're full." He's like, "I'll just go ahead and." He's like, "I'll just delete somebody. Just go ahead and do it now." And he like the list. <laughs> <laughs> you have to call your Facebook. You just can find somebody. Who's this person? Huh? <laughs> it's horrible. I've learned something new today, Jeff. I mean, there's there's always something to learn. <laughs> Okay, so Liz Snyder, it's been a great podcast. Thanks. This is I have the studio normally, but yeah. the COVID, so outside, this Thanks is actually... Thanks for coming to my backyard. We've got the chickens, or they've been they behaved. They did, they were pretty quiet. And the duck, who's just kind of... She's hiding out. We've, we've lost the duck. Yeah. And your dog, by the way, I, I thought I was going to get Oh, Jeff, attacked. I'm sorry. The dog was intense. She's a good judge of character. Wow, so. Liz Snyder. <laughs> I was like, is she going to bite me? Because she was... I'm sorry. I was not worried about her at all. And then I looked at your face. I was like, oh, I should get Daisy away from him. Showing a little te- she was showing a little teeth. You know, I'm so like, sorry. She's not going to bite. Are you sure? It's no. Like, she's pretty pissed. She won't get you. I promise. I promise. I'm so sorry about that. It's like animal zoo back here. Great Our back, little menagerie. Great, great yes. backyard. And I see you have the trail right back there because I see do. folks walking. A little part of the trail. Um, we this love it. This is the, what trail? Whoa. Even this is South Fork of the Chester Creek, but okay. and this is just a tiny little trail. It's super short. It looks like it's really big and in the middle of also nowhere, but it's some, not. Also hearing some water. Yeah, it's the creek just down there. Wow, you got the whole... Yeah. So that, I assume the fence, that's where it stops, the property line. Like my yard, yeah. I'm assuming. Take that fence down, you get the yes. whole thing back there. Yeah, could do that. Well, so far, it's working for us. Well, it's been great talking to you. I've really enjoyed the podcast. And, Thank uh, you. you. This know, was a pleasure. I know you're busy, so you got, you know, what, three months, kind of three months the Countdown left. is on. Yeah. How many days are left? You should be counting yeah, too, know, right? 90 something. Yeah, we're still in the 90s. I'm just kind of, it's a fog. So, <laughs> well, good luck. Um, and, and you're on you're on the super, mar- super marathon, we called it? or The ultra. Ultra marathon. An ultra marathon. Yes. All right. Well. Um, we all are. We'll see you out there. And if folks want right. to. Get hold of you. There's your Facebook page, all that. You yeah, fa- yeah. Am I allowed to say like yeah. you can go to electlizsnyder.com and I love getting emails and phone calls. I'm at Snyder for House Rep at Gmail, and my number is everywhere except except <laughs> except when Jeff is looking for it. I can't find it's nine zero three five seven nine nine. Okay, Liz Snyder. Well, it's been great talking to you. Um, Thanks. We'll we'll do it again sometime. All right. Look forward to it. All right, folks. If you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one. Landline.